You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Wives give honor and praise is the title of this devotion. I know that the devotion I shared with you yesterday and the one that I am sharing with you today can sometimes be like the salmon swimming up against stream. In other words, everything in this world is going down when God wants us to go back to the source. In Matthew 19, when Jesus was asked about divorce and what he thought about this, because it was as prevalent then as it is as common today, Jesus said it was not so in the beginning. In the beginning, he made them one. And therefore, he says, a husband shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one. And that which God has made one, let not men separate. And Jesus was trying to help them. You've got to sometimes go back to the foundation of what things ought to be like to understand. We've got to go back to where we've come from. We, we've drifted away and, and we have allowed the mind of the world to become the, the standard for life today. And I understand we're living in, in, in days in which <coughs> the, the question about the relationship here can be quite difficult to understand. But I just kind of think, let's keep going back to the way God shows. So today, I want to really encourage all of you women that are married, who are wives, and for those of you who desire to be married. But this is not limited just to wives and those who will be, but also to women that are just single moms or who feel to live single and not to be married. And I don't believe that there is any sense of failure if you're not married, absolutely not. No, what is the greatest honor you can bear as a person is that you're a child of God, that you're born of God. And so don't worry about this. Tomorrow I'll talk a little bit more about this, but I wanna start, listen here, in 1 Peter chapter two, starting at verse 20, please. Now, let's start at verse 21, okay? First Peter. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they, without a word, may be won by the conduct of the wife. 
I tell you, the, the, the role the, that God gives a woman to me seems much more challenging. But anyway, when they sir, observe, the husband observes your chaste conduct accompanied by fear, do not let your adornment be merely outward. He doesn't say, do not let your adornment be outward. He said, but don't let that be the only beauty you seek about yourself merely outward in the arranging of your hair, wearing gold, putting on fine apparel. In other words, do your best to look pretty. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle, quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trust in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husband, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. You see, I find the scripture gives you the answer where am I to go? What am I to do? I know that husbands, I know I was one of them. I got married 40 years ago. I was 22 years old. I had, I had been defiled by the world. I'd only been really living as a Christian for just about four years. And then I get married and I'd been so in the world with the worldly ways and thinking and acting that I got married to this beautiful, innocent, lovely, pretty, gorgeous girl, Virginia. And I took out my little chisel, my tongue, and chipped away. And before long, all I had left was chips. And I really am deeply sorry that that ever happened because she was so amazing. But, you know, and she would go into the bathroom and do what this is saying. She would go pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. And she would just pray and then come out with this gentle, beautiful spirit and loved me and loved me. And yes, she told me years later how at one moment she was so crushed by the way I was behaving that she said, but Lord, you told me he was the one And the Lord said to her, do not despise the gift I've given you. You see, God saw me for who he could make me. And what God did, and that's important for you to hear, when he said to her, do not despise what I've given you, he put in her the spirit of faith to believe that God would make me like he said to Abraham in Genesis Genesis 12, I will make you. And then in Genesis 17 or 18, he said, I have made you, right? So he said, I will make you. And he put that spirit of faith in her that God would make me. And yes, those beginning years were so tough that we got to a point that, that in 1986 or so, we just couldn't go on. It was just, if we had 10 fights in a day, it was a good day. We couldn't go on. Not all those fights were wasted. A lot of it was, but a lot of it was just plowing through the differences and working and fighting for the oneness. But, but then the Lord came to me and he turned. He, 
turned the mirror and began to lift up the mirror and began to make me conscious of where I needed change and began to lead me into a time of prayer and time of turning. And God began to turn me. But I tell you the truth, what it says here, Virginia had to live. I mean, in Ephesians 5, verse 33, it says, Let each man of you, without exception, love his wife as being, in a sense, his very own self. And let the wife see that she respects, reverences her husband, that she notices him, regards him, honors him, prefers him, venerates, esteems him, and that she defers to him, praises him, loves him, admires him exceedingly. When I read this, I'm thinking, Lord, what you're asking women to do seems in so many ways so much harder. That's why I felt to go ahead and give this title, Wives Give Honor and Praise. Let the spirit that come out of you keep pressing and pushing for that man to rise up into who he's called to be to emanate in his body, which I'll talk about tomorrow, the image of the Lord Jesus, and to begin to become like him. That is what my dear Virginia did. She kept believing God would make me, God would make me. And that spirit of faith came out of her after she would pray and would lift me and lift me and lift me. And she lifted me and lifted me. And the weight was unbearable times because my behaviors could be so crude and so earthly but she never ceased to do what God empowered her to do and enabled her to do. And I love her for it more than ever. And may my heart always be loyal to her and never be unfaithful or untrue in the way that I seek to love her daily by being sweet and good and kind to her. Now listen, dear friends. God would have you wake up to realize what He is enabling women because when I read the scripture about women I think my goodness God what you give women is so phenomenal you know sometimes we can be a little bit mixed up in what you think God can work through a man or what he can work through a woman and I know it can get very muddy when you try to reason it all with your own mind but then listen to this I'll read to you about what God is able to work in women right that causes her to be a woman that brings honor and praise to your house i know that virginia brings a lot of honor and praise to to our household and to me as a husband and to this church by all her tireless hard work over the last 35 years i mean i would when we started the church in 1989 in October of 1989 in our living room at 9 Bottom Road, here, right here in Folkestone. We don't live there anymore now, but we rented that house for some years there. We started, I would in the living room, I'd start the service with a song or two or three. I would just sing, we had no musicians. And then I, and then I would tell them, let's honor the Lord with our giving, we'd give an offering. Uh, Eventually, there was about 27 people before we had to find another place. And, and then I would preach to them. I remember the first sermon that I preached, you're not a basket case, where Jesus said, don't take the light of my life and put it under a basket, but let it bring light to the whole house. 
And I said, you're not a basket case. You don't have to hide the light. You don't have to be embarrassed that you are a new creation, despite that you're still just as human as you are. I'll never forget, that was the first sermon that I preached there. And, and oh, I remember these precious souls. Many of them are still here in the church. Now, listen, women, bring honor and praise is the title of this devotion. I'm going to read to you a little bit here, starting at verse 10 from the Amplified Translation, Proverbs 31, verse 10. Inacceptable, intelligent, and virtuous woman. Who is he who can find her? She is far more precious than jewels, and her value is far above rubies and pearls. The heart of her husband trusts in her confidently and relies on and believes in her securely, so that he has no lack of honest gain or need of dishonest spoil. She controls, encourages, and does him only good as long as there is life within her. She seeks out woo and flex and works with willing hands to develop it. She's like a merchant ship's loaded with uh, food stuff. She brings her household's food from a far country. She rises while it is yet night and gets spiritual food for her household and assigns her maidens their tasks. She considers the new fields before she buys and accepts it, expanding prudently, um, expanding prudently, and not courting neglect of her present duties by assuming other duties. With her saving of time and strength, she plants fruitful vines in her vineyard. She girds herself with strength, spiritual, mental, physical fitness for her God-given task and makes her arms strong and firm. She tastes and sees that her gain from work with and for God is good. Her lamp goes not out, but it burns on continuously throughout the night of trouble, previation or sorrow, warning away fear warning away fear, doubt, and distrust. She lays her hands on the spindle and hands holds the distaff. She opens her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her filled hands to the needy, whether in body, mind, or spirit. She fears not the snow for her family, for all her household are double clothed in scarlet. She makes for herself coverlets, uh, cushions, and rugs, and tapestry. Her clothing is of linen, pure and fine and purple, such as that of which the clothing of priests and the hollowed clothes of the temples were made. Her husband is made known in the city gates, which she which he sits among the elders of the land. She makes fine linen garments and leads others to buy them. She delivers to the merchants girdles or sashes that free one up for service. Strength and dignity are her clothing and her position is strong and secure. She rejoices over the future <coughs> and latter days 
latter day or time to come knowing that she and her family are in readiness fit for it. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness, giving counsel and instruction. She looks well to how things go in her household and and the the bread of idleness, gossip, discontent and self-pity. She looks well to how things go in her household. And the bread of idleness, gossip, discontent, and self-pity she will not eat. Her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied. Her husband boasts and praises her, saying, many daughters, and so forth, and so forth. Charming. Well, anyway, listen, dear ladies, I know you may kind of go, Pastor, how can I live up to this? It just shows you what God would entrust you with, how God would empower you. It doesn't mean that one woman embodies all these different skills. No, my friends. Every one of us are given graces and gifts and talents. Virginia has a lot of phenomenal administrative gifts. She has abilities with the grandchildren and with the children. She has abilities with cooking and with with baking. I don't even attempt to go there. I don't even attempt. No, I I mean, I support her. I praise her. I just am grateful for her. I just am so thankful. Why would you want to compete? That is silly. You need to not compete or compare. You need to appreciate each other, work together. There's things that I carry she doesn't have to carry or think about. There's things that she carries I don't have to carry or think about. What I'm trying to show you, dear ladies, don't ever allow yourself to be belittled or held back. And don't let your failings or weaknesses keep you from what God would enable you with. I mean, I just, I'm going to go in closing to Genesis chapter 29. But I just think about my own, uh, our own daughter, Mariah. My goodness, what an awesome girl she is. She's 25 now. I mean, girl, she's a woman. Phenomenal woman, married to my son-in-law, Jamie, and I love with all my soul. But, you know, friends, she is about to graduate as a midwife. And she has been delivering babies. And she is so far all by herself alone delivered, I think, 34 or almost 40 babies. She's delivered many, many more, but in, in teamwork, but, but all by herself alone. She's done almost 40. And she's just so loved and appreciated where she works in London in the hospital. I tell you, I have such respect for her. All that she carries as a wife, as one of the youth workers in the church, one of the anointed ministers here in this church, and what she carries as a midwife and as our daughter, and on and on. I mean, you know, this is what I'm trying to say to you. Women, give honor and praise. Let God make you always called you to be. Carry yourself in the spirit of honor before him and praise before him. Stop thinking low of yourself, but think according to the grace given to you. (coughs) So in closing, because my time has gone too far. Verse 31 of Genesis 29. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb. 
but her sister Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben, for she said, The Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I'm unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon, which means hurt. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I've borne him three sons. Therefore she called his name Levi, means attached. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, Now I will praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah. Then she stopped praying. Very. And there is a phenomenal lesson in this for you women. And I tell you, I have the highest respect for women who live in situations that are, can be so painful and difficult. And yet, you keep believing and loving and giving and forgiving. You keep bringing honor and praise into your house, maybe against all that is possible. You keep through faith doing it. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You see, Leah came to a place where she was so full of praise to God that some of the challenges that would have destroyed her in the past no longer had power over her. And when her husband Jacob was laid to rest in the grave next to Rebecca and Isaac and Abraham and Sarah, Leah was placed there for she had the testimony that she lived by faith in God. I tell you women, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what you're going through in this life, live to give glory, honor and praise to God. Bring that honor and praise into your own home, to your own children and to the circumstances that you're in at work and I tell you, no matter what's against you, if God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Have a good day.